welcome to another episode of AT Wrestling Talk. I am Alexis. And I'm Trey. Your host. Yeah, bear with her. She's just waking up a little bit, you know. Yeah, we were talking to ourselves and haven't did the podcast, but yeah, we we know what this topic is going to be about. That's not a joke. It's not going to be about Friday Night Smackdown. It's not going to be about Friday Night Rampage. It's going to be about one thing and one thing only. Bray Wyatt. Yes, Bray Wyatt. If you call that Bray Wyatt, because he sure didn't act like it, he acted like himself. Rotunda. Yeah, I was about to say that. Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah. That was something. If he's a babyface, he cannot go against the Usos and Bloodline yet. Because, no joke, he will crush him. I don't think he's coming back as a babyface. I just think uh, exactly because that 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 type of crowd, man, was white hot. I think since he's been gone for a, a couple, a, a, almost a year, a year or so. It's hard to say that, but almost a year, not more. I think it was just he was done for a year, and for him to come out, yes, he came out in the full himself as himself, but the entrance was entrance a, was. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. New music, not theme. So he's no longer the theme. And I think it would just let you know how he felt. He how he felt. Because that was the most realist. That wasn't a promo. He just told him go out there and let it out. I had a feeling they probably would let him do that anyway because I know how he is. He's a he's a big softy for real. Just taking a look at the interest he did at uh, Extreme Rules. Everything was a homage to someone. Brody Lee. That matter of fact, the whole light gimmick is Brody Lee in the front in the first place. Anyway, it was all Brody Lee. That blue light is Brody Lee. And the whole thing with the you know Funhouse being in. Decay, cobwebs, and everything, reminiscing to you to how it was so long ago. He's been there, right? Mm-hmm. Very sentimental. If you pay attention, he's a good dude. He is a real good human being. There's always those that play those type of characters. By the way, and you'll be surprised. All the, pretty much, almost all the serial killers and all that stuff that you played in the movies. Or uh, softies. Charismatic. Just to let you guys know that. Charismatic. Exactly, because that's the point. They're very charismatic. Because they're very human. And, you know, he can't get promo. And then his other him popped up on the screen, the little Titan drawing. And, you know. Talk to talk to the fans and everything, and the you know his logo popped up on the screen, and that's when it went out. He had about a five ten minute uh, promo all for himself. 
Mm-hmm. By the way, but his entrance was at least three minutes, so it's almost as long as Roman. <laughs> but as you know, after he did the promo, it was yeah the who, new character, the new character popped, popped up on the screen. You know, said some things and. If you, you thought you knew something, yeah. yeah, thought you knew you, you know, stuff like that, whatever. Don't worry about the past. Don't right? worry about the past. Don't worry about the future. Some stuff like that. Because you, what you think you know, you don't know. Which is what you think you know, you don't know. <laughs> that was Bray Wyatt, by the way. But was it Bray Wyatt? Yeah, that's a good question too, because all because because can't forget, it could be. Um, it could be Bo Dallas. It was speculation that it could be Bo Dallas. Yes, and that could be because don't forget they do look similar. Very and much so. The mask obscures a lot. <laughs> Only but I think the eyes, which guess what? Yeah, you 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 would know it. That's where they look alike. Actually. So it could be I mean it should be it's mean, like could it be it could be Bray, uh, Bray, but it could be also Bro Dallas, uh, Bo Dallas playing that character right there at that moment. Could it be Bo Dallas as the new, you know, mastermind behind the book, the the mask? Yeah. Now that would be something. You now he, uh, it could be still him playing his two personas as he did. Before, as you remember with the fiend, mm-hmm. he had two personas. This time it'd be significantly better because you can connect to this character. The dissociative two split personalities. Yeah, two split personalities. But that'd be something that he's playing himself with the split personalities. That means he would gave WD control over his name. Mm-hmm. But we don't know his name yet. Either, by the way. Because they still keep saying um, Bray, Bray, Bray Wyatt. Wyatt. But that was not Bray Wyatt in that ring. We all know that's not Bray Wyatt. He gave it like, his promo was like a reminiscence of someone who's, who's like, get ready, let him it up. Get ready to retire. But he's damn well not. He's coming back. So he that was a real emotional connection. That that was out of not out of character because Bray White. You never know what's in or out of character with him. Thanks. <laughs> That's the main thing. You don't know what's in or out of character with him. But normally that'll be out of character. Normally you don't get that. Normally. No one, unless you're literally going, or it was a so much away. Undertaker, <laughs> please don't say that he would come back. Hell, could it be Undertaker? You know, because he's not that far gone from being removed from his retirement, actually. So don't say that. Mark Holloway could come back. Could it be Undertaker under the under the, under the mask? If that was to happen, he part of white sex. Yeah, that'd be something. Now that would be something. Like, 
The Undertaker. Oh my God, he's part of the YS6, and no one can beat that. That's the mastermind. Like, oh my God, no one can beat that. The Undertaker's been around the YS6 all along. Yeah. Now that would be something. Going all the way back since the motherfucking 80s. With the Ministry of Darkness. <laughs> with his damn Could it be Kane? With his daddy. Could it be Kane? Yeah, could it be Kane? I mean, he has time. Hmm. He being the governor and everything, he still has the ability to do that. He won't be able to travel too much, but shit. When he needs to pop up, he pop up. And of course, all these are just funny. This is funny, but don't, 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 don't let Mark Holloway hear you. He may, he may actually, you know, say, you know what? I'm coming back part of Y Six. Hmm. You know, like, yeah, let's do that. And you Go know, all it, back a, lot of, a lot of wrestlers have been teasing. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, she had brought it up. Dear God. That was just a tease. They have all. Been that was just a tease. No, 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 no. Even Marie is not a part of the White Six. That's one of the wrestlers who tease that they could be part of the you know, White Six. Triple H ripped out his pacemaker before he let that happen. <laughs> so yeah, she is definitely not a part of the White Six. Hey. Never I hope not. Dear God. Dear God. Dear no, God. No. She just needs to be in commentary. Sit her ass down, be in commentary. And that's it. That's it. Not that I believe that she's part of it. But yeah, well, yeah she's, she's bad, though. She's... I mean, unless that's just... We can give to the fact that, you know, it was... Uh, maybe it was Vince McMahon in his elder years affecting... Even Marie, let's just save her some type of face for some so whatsoever. You know, go to AEW. Go to AEW. So can you can Chelsea Bowman be coming back. Mm. <laughs> but that promo, that promo with was something. I mean, it wasn't that long because it's very again. But he's keep getting the whole ending of shows to himself. Mm-hmm. He is the main event. So they're trying to have something. And yes, if you heard the note, heard the rumors that they will be carrying him at bare minimum through WrestleMania. Yeah. That's true. He's going to have a storyline. How quickly will it start? It's not that long ago until WrestleMania. And you want this to be literally something to actually talk about? I don't know. You know, we know the Firehouse, uh, yeah, Firefly Funhouse, whatever the fuck. I keep getting my mouth twisted with that shit. You know, his little characters are back. I ain't gonna try to say the name. Because he knows the ton, damn tongue twister. The buzzard, the rabbit. The buzzard, the rabbit. The witch. The witch. And, and the pig. Yeah, they're coming. You don't pull a stunt like that, like you did at a premium live event that took the whole world by storm and not pay it off. And yeah, <clears throat> WWE has trademarked went and trademarked two names. Yeah, I forgot what the names were. It was Uncle something. Uncles. <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Why something, it? something. It's like, I think it was like two uncles, right? Yeah, two uncles. 
Uncle, this, Uncle, Uncle, like Uncle Festa would not. That's not saying that. Yeah, but, but it was she, something to that. She was just something to that effect, you know. And that definitely, you know, <clears throat> suits the Bray Wyatt thing. Yeah, I I know the suspense and stuff like that is killing me as well. WD is playing around pretty well. Not just WD. Let's be real. Bray Wyatt is playing this pretty good because he knows for well that when uh, you go for a trademark that becomes 100% public, you can access it whenever the fuck you feel like it. And it should be and has to be public anyway, so make sure no one else decides to take that trademark. And WWE and Bray Wyatt knows that. So people will be able to know and have to know and the uh, press will let you know about things that's going on anyway. You know, if they trade, that's why you don't trademark things until you're literally about to bring it out. In this case, WWE and Bray Wyatt just say, hey, we're going to trademark this anyway. Well, we'll. That's just a little bit of legalese for you guys. Well, they get ready to probably come out, but that's we don't know. Yeah, what, we don't know. We don't know why they trademarked it. Exactly, but they trademarked it. You or it just could it be just the stunt, the trademark names. I'm about to say think. that trademark names just for the hell of it. It's not impossible, and yes, you can do it. Definitely, in, uh, as a wrestling organization, you can trademark those names and not even use it for uh, another twenty years. Real truthfully. Be easy. Have a long trademark last. Exactly. Have a long trademark last. Like twenty years, because trademarks can last up to that long, easily. Twenty years, and then, well, after Bray Wyatt, Linda Rotunda, whatever you want to, which one you want to call them, retires, they can to bring them out. You know, because it's a wrestling organization, you can always use it as a caricature. Mm-hmm. Of somebody else. I mean, everyone is, unless you own the name, like The Rock does with his. Mm-hmm. Or John Cena, because it's his literal damn name. Right? These are all gimmicks. It's like we know now that um, John Moxley, his character in. WD can be played by somebody else. If they want to bring the shield back, they kid. Because hmm. WD owns that name and character. And they can easily have that character be played by somebody else. W, uh, Vince McMahon has done that actually already with Diesel. Mm-hmm. Had someone else play Diesel. He had someone else play the Undertaker. I about to say he had two Undertakers. Which was a good maneuver, which I would love, 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 love to see happen. Again, I don't know why they don't do that. Oh, wait, because they never had any other character like that. With, uh, same size and build. And can hide their face real good. That's the reason. Always that's the reason. But that would still be good. So, it's still a lot of mystery. Yeah, it's... A lot of mystery still surrounding, you know, as say, uh, Ray. Right. It's still, it makes you wonder, you know. He is. 
Like it makes you want to know what's going on, what's going on, going on, because it's like it's a slow start, and they don't have that much of time if they're going to uh, keep this thing going because they only said through WrestleMania, still they have a storyline with them for that, that only. We know that means that that will include backlash. So they have just not that long. For now, you, you have to start picking up the pace. So, I don't know what's going to happen for next week, SmackDown. Me either. You know, he is a SmackDown, by the way. He is SmackDown, obviously. Because, mm-hmm. and I understand why Triple H is not to do that. Even though, you know, Universal wanted Bray Wyatt on Monday Night Raw. Even though he didn't fit Monday Night Raw whatsoever. The color scheme. Yeah, I know you were saying, really? Sometimes it is that. So don't say really trade. Yeah, sometimes it really is that. Sometimes it really is that. You know. Remember Bianca Belair when she first started had that blue. And then she turned to red. When she went to SmackDown. She can do that. When she went from SmackDown to Raw. She can do that. But not everyone can do that. So now it's just the waiting game. waiting game. I don't know if he's going to be on this week's coming SmackDown. He should, but what is he going to do? I hope it's not just that again. It's still a chance that we could still be right that Bray Wyatt will be on my on Halloween's Monday Night Raw and he can show up. Right. Please don't think that, well, you guys are completely wrong. We're completely wrong about him not showing up until then. Definitely. Yeah, because I didn't think you would see Bray Wyatt until after Halloween. After Halloween, exactly. Me too. Because that's the perfect time to show him up. Because you have a lot of storylines going on and he doesn't have shit. You know, you can't have him go against the bloodline, obviously. Because you're going to have, let's be real with ourselves, we're going to have Bray Wyatt do something with a whole group. I mean... I can see them dealing, him dealing with Judgment Day, really. They moved Rey Mysterio to Friday Night SmackDown, if you haven't heard that part. Mm. So, maybe the whole thing dealing with Dominic may be put on hold for a bit. You know, more likely trying to push it towards uh, Saudi Arabia, you know, in Crown Jewel, or actually WrestleMania. It's going to be something big, or Royal Rumble or something like that. It's going to be one of those big, you know, ones right now. Because he has a uh, match he's going to lose to, you know, because he won a Battle Royal. He had to go against Gunther. He's going to lose that match. Easily lose that match to Gunther. Even though they did not state when or where it be. So he could actually win it in that situation. Because I really didn't hear... Them say they think they said a future, yeah. Well, I know WD promissory notes they always don't fall through with you know <laughs> those famous promissory notes. There's a lot of individuals that tag team title matches that had not gotten theirs. Mm. Calm yourself, you're about to make you some breakfast. Oh, got the heat on, it got me in my head. You got your fan on, Stick I can turn the heat down, yes, please. Okay, you know, talk to the people real quick. So, I didn't get to watch SmackDown because I was at work. So, 
I heard SmackDown was a very good show. Women's matches was, was a good one. And there was a new women's uh, debut. I, I don't know. Yeah, there was a new women's debut. That's okay. You know, one from NXT, which uh, had, a raw, had a SmackDown debut. She lost, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't get damage control and did a good thing. She was partnered with, I think, Shotzi and uh, Raquel Rodriguez or something like that. Yeah. But it was all pretty much didn't fucking matter because it's, she's not making a real Raw a SmackDown debut, really. It's not a call-up. She was not called up. So she still has the uh, thing going on with another person down in NXT. It was more of a... That's his reason why she lost. It was more of a reason for her just to showcase herself so they can get attention to be brought to NXT. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he's trying to go against AEW's main, you know, show next week. And AEW's going to have John Moxley going against Hangman Adam Page, which is going to steal all the crowd anyway. Yep. So they want to make sure to have some wrestling fans watch NXT, even though they know they're going to, of course, lose out to AEW's main show. It's common sense. Hangman Adam Page, John Moxley. That's all you need to know. I don't even know any other fucking matches going on that day. But that's it. Because AEW had to be moved because of damn baseball. Which, of course, you would. Live, televised, once in a lifetime events, as in games like that, you know, football basketball, whatever, that sport takes over your can easily be recorded televised event. Right? So what else that most Well, pretty much the, that was pretty much all the things that stood out really. I mean, oh, they're finally having Om having Omos and uh Strowman actually, you know, being a few, which I thought they should have waited on that, but uh, I understand you want to Triple H wants to get the fans what they want right here right now you know no longer he's waiting he's not this McMahon because McMahon sometimes forgets about those feuds he's like I don't want to forget let's go ahead and hit it okay. so yes that should be a good maneuver finally seeing Braun Strowman lift up the 400 pound Colossus Omos you know not gonna lie. MVP said was right. Stand next to Omar's. Bronze Roman looks normal. <laughs> he said that. That's actually not a joke, by the way. He does look normal. <laughs> you know. Oh, let's stick on to that because I remember. <laughs> because he didn't get to see it. But. <laughs> But that started, the way that started, the way that started was, of course, the ubiquitous big man, meaning Omos or, you know, <clears throat> taking on two people, right? Two, you know, regular people called up local uh, indie wrestlers, right? That normally what happens. And this thing, it was Braun Strowman's turn. 
And the funny thing, the reason why I'm laughing is because with Michael Cole called those two people. <laughs> at the brain, at the brain, excuse me, at the Braun Strowman, beat these guys literally while he was talking. He said, he, you know, he called them jabronis. <laughs> he called them jabronis, yo. Like, what the fuck? But don't do jabronis. <laughs> don't do jabronis, yo. I, this, like, you'll be laughing like me once you realize. Go watch it. You'll, you'll see it. She is. She's going to watch the whole SmackDown anyway. But you hear Michael Cole call those guys two jabronis. <laughs> but yeah. I had to stay on that because that was funny. Because I was like, yo, we called them jabronis, yo. Like, did he call them jabronis? <laughs> eh, that's hilarious. So? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bloodline did have a storyline continuing thing going on with Sami Zayn. I forgot who the fuck he took on. It didn't even fucking matter who he took on anyway. But... Sami Zayn won due to the help of uh, Jimmy Uso, you know, and whatnot. They're putting friction between them. I told you guys this thing is going to end this year anyway, mm-hmm. meaning WrestleMania by WrestleMania at, at the bare minimum, but not calendar year. Not going to end in December, but you know, this is coming to an end by at least WrestleMania. Yes. Because, as you can see, friction for no reason is being thrown into the group. You know, Jimmy Uso is mad at Sami Zayn, even though Sami Zayn has done everything he could to try to help your guys win. You know, so why would he be angry about it? I mean, seriously. You know, you got the tag team championships, the ultimate goal. Sami Zayn don't have shit. So he has no reason, real truthfully, to be angry at Sami Zayn, but the fact that it's storyline-driven. I mean, seriously, think about that. Every time you pop up, y'all still got those tag team titles. Both of them. Sami Zayn has nothing. So I wouldn't give a damn. Win, lose, whatever, I still have my gold on my shoulder. Well, silver for them, because it's... I still have my platinum on my shoulder. Mm. Both shoulders, I got platinum. What's that? Me got a (laughs) t-shirt, a thirty-dollar t-shirt, which is price gouged because only literally ten dollars to me. Less than that. Less than that. Because you can find shirts like that. The goddamn uh, five below. So, yeah. It's been marked up for authenticity because no one's going to wear that shit if it's $5. You know, it's the uh, Rolex uh, situation going on. Mm. No one's wearing the damn uh, wrestling shirt if it ain't have past $5 easily. Let's <laughs> be real. No one ain't thinking it's authentic if it ain't past $5 at that minimum. 
So, gotta be somewhere at least 20. You gotta have a shop logo. You gotta w- have. WWE shop logo in it. Yeah, you gotta have that. And price gotta be up there, too. I keep telling you, I know. Business management is always the price. You're not driving the Lamborghini and you get it for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Yeah, I drive a Ferrari. You got it for twenty five cent. Seriously, right? You expecting to be pay some price on it? At least a mortgage. So that's the same thing going on with these authentic things with WWE. That's why they prices up there. They can price gouge and then hang on the authenticity. So you can say, hey, yeah, it's authentic. You feel like you're actually wearing the same shirt that they are wearing, which you are wearing. Pretty much. It's not even pretty much. It's guaranteed. Right. <laughs> they get it for free. Obviously, they should. Well, no. Can't say they get it for free. Yeah. They probably get it for free now. The vampire made the motherfuckers pay for it. It's the man. You can't, you can't say, look at me like that and say, oh my God, that, that's right. No, don't try to roll your eyes. McMahon probably let him, probably made him pay for it. Mm-hmm. It won't be like, shit. You probably ask Roman, you're like, yeah, even though I got so much money in my contract, I still had to pay for the t-shirt just like y'all. Because that's how McMahon is. That man ruthless. He can do his own workers. Like, you want a t-shirt that's joined? <laughs> right? <laughs> you got to pay for it. Mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, you got your face on the t-shirt? You think you should be able to get it for free? Nope. You got to pay for it. Probably full price. But, anyhow. Anything else you uh, Not really. That's pretty much what happened. The main thing that stood out the most was actually Bray Wyatt, of course. Bray Wyatt Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you came there for Bray Wyatt. You know, Michael Cole literally made mention of it before he came out, actually, because he had his little television uh, disrupting gimmick. And he said, he, he, like, he was quiet. He's like, you know, let's be real. It, it, it's Bray Wyatt. He's coming up soon. He literally said exactly that. You're going to see it. He, he was <laughs> Michael Cole was on, he was on his A game today. He was on his A game today in commentary because like he was he, he acted the way he sounded was where you should sound like, when that shit happened. He no he sounded frustrated because shit is fucking like interrupted. Like, you is. like you already know who this is and it's frustrating. Like why the fuck you doing this, Bray? You got right? It's like that. My brain is literally after the match. By the way, he didn't say that, but actually it was literally, if I'm correct, after that match. So he's like, let, let's be real, it's Bray Wyatt. <laughs> but like that, like, for real. As all that time, that key shit keep happening. At this time period, he's about to show up. Yeah, you would be like, just fuck it. That's Bray. He's going to show up later tonight. You'll be frustrated because, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Doing your, you know, anonymous type uh, hacking gimmick. That's what it is, actually. Mm-hmm. That you got there from anonymous. 
the actual group, Anonymous, not St. Anonymous, but the group. That's where we got the whole idea of interrupting the TV. The whole thing is harking back to 80s, 90s television as well. Because TVs don't inter- get interrupted that way because it's, it's not analog anymore. <laughs> Just to let you know. Mm-hmm. This stuff you see now, after he pop up and you realize, oh wait, no. He's interrupting it like it's an analog TV and it's not. Just let you know how old he is. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's with us millennials at the bare minimum. One of us. One of us. <laughs> right. He's a millennial. He's not Gen X or Gen Z because they wouldn't know how that looked. That TV. Uh, would get. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. But you know what's part of one I'm talking about. Gen X and Gen Z. Not your end of it. You know, the younger ones don't know that's how the TVs interrupt because they don't do that no more like that. They pause. By the way, that's how your TV get interrupted. If you're getting interrupted by anonymous, it'll just pause and then they pop up. Which he does know. By the way, he doesn't get across the way he wants to get across. That's why he did it that way. But yeah, anyway, you see, I love talking about wrestling. And the, anchor, and the little details about it. So. So. Still, White Six is still up in the air. Oh, yeah. Liv Morgan is... Uh, not your typical babyface Liv Morgan. She's now this, like, Joker, Harley Quinn-ish type thing. She's tagged... Uh, she attacks Sonya Deville, who's supposed to have a match on Tuesday, which is going to be, of course. Why she takes Sonya Deville? Why she takes Sonya Deville? WWE. Meaning, one thing, always, one hundred percent. What does Sonya Deville do? We're going to watch the ups and downs a bit. What you think she did? She did. Yes. Yup. Live more get. Always with wrestling, is always say dead name. That's when they show up, mostly, <laughs> and that's it. You don't even have to fucking matter what the fuck you said. Really, it doesn't. By the way, it really doesn't. Is that scripted enough in wrestling that literally you can say blah 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 blah. Liv Morgan, and I'm probably going to get attacked by her. You know, wouldn't be surprised if he hit me getting hit and hit in the head with something. Because you probably bust into my damn building. Right? Because that's how it normally is. As soon as you say the name, person's name, normally they show up. Right? Okay. And she attacked uh, Sonya Deville because she's talking shit about Liv Morgan backstage. And she dies on tour from the scaffolding onto the table. So... Is she still a face? I don't know. Is she still a heel? Is she a heel? I don't know. She hasn't said shit. But she's playing more to this extreme version of herself. No longer she's this, you know, damsel and distressed person type, right? So, yeah. 
that's pretty much what was going on in SmackDown. And, you know, don't worry, we're gonna go 100% over it again. Once we do ups and downs, you know, what's gonna come out soon, you know, so give us give some time. The next podcast we'll do will be on that. Oh, we're gonna do AEW, trust me. Blackpool Combat Club was in the match that, uh, Friday night. Mm. By that, we mean John Moxley and uh, Cesaro. Oh, excuse me. Claudio Casanoli. Mm-hmm. Right. That match I did see, that was a good one. You know, as usual, it's John Moxley, it's Claudio. They're always going to be the good one. It was against the Butcher and the Blade, too, as well. So, yeah, two decent, you know, well-known heels as well. You know, they did mention that Tuesday that John Moxley has a match against Hangman Adam Page. Because, of course, AEW knows that it's going to destroy uh, NXT. Obviously, they're going to destroy NXT. <laughs> Even though I do like the idea that they did with NXT, the two women that we're talking about, <clears throat> one that appeared on SmackDown to, uh, last night, she picked. Somewhat reason or Galway Regas. Now I'm gonna talk more about that once we do the ups and downs. The reason I don't like the way that they did this because again they're supposed to have access to the whole roster. Of course the ones that are all theoretically hundred percent on SmackDown, even though they can show up on Raw but not it doesn't fucking matter WWE. And the ones that were on Monday Night Raw. These two individual women were picking their opponent's poison. Now, we have time. I don't get more into depth into it, why I didn't like it. But let's just say to you, girl, if you had to pick an opponent, pick opponent for your opponent, excuse me, let's say it like that, someone to go against your opponent, which person would you pick? Let's say you, you're in a match with this individual and you just want them to get softened up. Or something. Whatever. How the hell, the hell the fuck they did it. But it's a match. But you get to pick their opponent. Who are you going to pick? Let's say you, let's go with the men's. Just to make sure you understand. Because I know I'm trying to steer you to the right answer. The men's. I say you're going against Drew McIntyre. You're going to pick his opponent. Who are you going to pick to be his opponent? I'm picking somebody bigger than him. Bigger than him, stronger than him. Meaner. Meaner than him. You're going to pick someone that you can easily tell should be better than him, right? And how do you measure that in wrestling? Who beat them before? Yes. And what else? What they have done. What they have done. Yes. What's the one person who's not there yet, who's not there, obviously, contractual reasons, that you would have picked if he was actually didn't have that contract? Roman Reigns. Right? Mm-hmm. 
so these two women hadn't have actually ability to do the same thing, not just one person though. Who would you pick to go against your opponent? If you're a female, if you're in the female division, I'll pick Charlotte. But obviously, you pick her because she. She's yeah. returning. She's returning, and that's different than... Like, no, I mean, than, like, it depends on... I, I don't two, know who... who that's is. different to the two people that's available, because she's definitely better than them. But like, see, I don't <laughs> In know... In that situation, I don't know that's who, different. I don't, that's different. I don't know what you... You would pick Bianca Belair. Oh, yeah, you pick the Exactly. You pick the champions. But, of course, that's thinking, like, you picked it out already, you jumped the gun. <laughs> I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about it. They're gonna talk about it anyway on the next podcast. More detailed. You, anyway, you pick the top. The, you pick the top. The on the uh, on the roster. Oh, the roster. You literally have to pick between SmackDown and Raw. You take I both. wonder who you're going to pick. You know, I would oh, take both champions. So exactly. Why are the both champions there? Doesn't have to be a storyline gimmick. It can be a match and they just beat the hell out of their, of their opposing opponent. And now it's back because one's supposed to be a heel. I don't know why I have done that. I mean, that's a heelish maneuver. Your opponent is going to be... Ronda Rousey. God damn. You didn't even, you didn't even fuck Bianca. You straight up said it. Of all women... So Your opponent is going to be the baddest woman on the planet. Ain't she a champion? Yes. She's the one that took it from Liv Morgan. Right. Smackdown one. So, obviously, right? Definitely is a heel. I'm picking the baddest woman on the planet. But they didn't. That's the reason why I said it. Like, I'm going to even go even more into it. <laughs> You know, anyway. Maybe even picking other women that can be involved. But that's going, you have to wait until we do the up, review it, the ups and downs with this thing, you know. So keep a lookout for that. Once that goes up, we are going to go out there and record this thing. Oh, yeah. Also, we want to eat breakfast first, too. So give us some time. Because <laughs> it could be up right now. But, you know, we're going to do that. <gasps> In any way, and mm. talk more about Bray Wyatt. Mm. Anyway, this is gonna be where we end the podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and definitely share, 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 share the podcast. Oh. Share it with every, like just go out there and keep sharing. It. I don't care what it's on, just share it. But what platform you get it on? Because I know a lot of people get this podcast through other means. You know, we are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but we do know. Y'all somehow get it other ways. Just share it. Anyway, later. See ya. Welcome to another episode of A&T Wrestling. I am your host. One of your hosts, Alexis. And I'm Trey. The other host. Correct. So, this is the part where we talk about the ups and downs. As we oh, no, tend to do, we try to use, you know, 
something that's already established that does it already. Whatculture.com does it perfectly. So we just allow for them to display it and we give our, you know, review of it, commentary on it. Do we like it? Do we not? Do we think it's a good idea or not? You know, we're doing this with, you know, WWE SmackDown and, of course, AEW Rampage. So the next part you'll be hearing will be dealing with Rampage. So, don't worry about that. Alexa, what's my notification? Yep, there we go. We know about that. <laughs> but they do it all the time to let you know because, mm. hey, if he's sitting outside. But anywho, anywho, as you know, we have the ups and downs of Friday Night Smackdown. We're going to go over right now, let you guys listen in and give our, of course, viewpoint on it. You know, this also helps for her because she didn't see it and they can pretty much go over it. She's not going to see the good parts where Michael Cole was going off, sadly. You know, he was, you know, calling the two guys jabronis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two jabronis. Like, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting mad at Bray Wyatt interrupting them. We were good. We know it's Bray Wyatt. You're going to be here live later tonight. <laughs> Michael Cole went to Bourbon Street. And got some good bourbon in them. Hmm. Are they the new ones? Yeah. <laughs> Cause boy, he was on fire tonight. <laughs> God. He just wasn't having it. <laughs> call the guys call the guys your brodies. <laughs> Get mad at Bray White interrupting the damn broadcast. God. But yeah, it was fun. It was fun. But you're not going to hear about that. Uh, obviously, they don't talk about that much about the commentary, but they should. But anywho, we're going to go ahead and play the video. Let you guys listen into it. You know. And then do the same thing with the video for AEW Dynamite. Again, this is walk culture wrestling. We don't own any of that. So yeah. We would have some fun on this episode of Smackdown Ups and Downs, and we're going to do the same thing for AEW Rampage Ups and Downs. So I thought to myself, how can we bring some joy to the show? And I spent a lot of time on this, all right? So you've got to be very nice, thank you, please. And give me a drum roll, all right. <laughs> I've made an ups and downs side. So when I give things it up, we're going to show this side, and we've got the other one as well. There's every chance I've done the writing too small and you can't see it but whose fault is that yours or mine sometimes <laughs> oh really yeah he holding up literally a fan sign by the way he <laughs> just what I'm trying to say you know find a job where you're doing this things like that and you will enjoy it for the rest of your life it would not be a job at all you know that's why I like being on the podcast talking to you guys because this is not a job. No matter how much I get paid for this thing, I will always do it, you know, because I just enjoy it. And that's the type of thing you want to do to get paid for the rest of your life. Oh, you need that to be paid right now? Go ahead and, you know, I'll no. use a different card. 
crystal head. Okay. I get confused with language, otherwise, <laughs> my name is Simon from What Culture. That's right, that's what my parents called me. Though it's very fortunate I found this job. And let's find out whether Smack It Down was good or whether it sucked balls. Shouldn't have said it. Wow, I didn't know he said it. Absolutely nuts because before we even got to the intro, we saw this massive car wreck and then limping away from it was Scarlet and carrying a cross. And then when people were trying to save his life, Drew McIntyre ran in and was like, ah, ah, I'm gonna kill you for real. McIntyre also kept screaming, it's just the beginning. And I was like, Drew, that's not accurate at all because you guys have already had a match. Uh -huh. Obviously, this is normal escalation. If somebody sprays you in the face with pepper spray, you then, I don't know, cause a car accident and try and murder them. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. Actually, no one can pretty wrong that makes you insane. And to be fair, we don't know if the Scottish warrior was responsible for this car incident. I'm going to say he was, well, but seriously, it is getting up. Where's my sign? There it is. I didn't think this through at all. However, I bet if Drew McIntyre ever does watch this, he's going to feel pretty good. Michael Cole and Wade Barrett then did say hello. Yeah, now, first and foremost, uh, I don't think he actually caused it from the way it looked. He doesn't, it didn't look like he caused it, but he looked like he just attacked him because of it. <laughs> so, you know, you can always do the Rikishi, I did it for The Rock. You know, in this case, it'd be, I did it for Drew McIntyre and had somebody else do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna let that go. <laughs> No one does. That's like bad body. They're gonna stick with WWE for the rest of their lives. <laughs> Keisha, go and be with Lloyd. You gonna hear? I did it for the Rock. You gonna always hear it forever. Everybody know it. Welcome to the show. Wade actually said to Mike, I'm not sure if you've ever been sprayed with pepper spray, Michael Cole. And I was like, there it is. One of those sentences that you only get in wrestling. The truth kept on coming, however, because the New Day then made their way to the ring. And I swear, they got a massive reaction here. And they reminded us, look, we held those World Tag Team titles for a long ass time. I think it was 483 days. That's a record. And that means a lot to us. So we don't want the Usos to beat it. Naturally, this meant they were going to have a match with one of them. When behind the scenes, behind the curtain, as we had Sami Zayn, Sola Sokoa, and Jay Uso, and once again, none of these guys can get on. We were also told that Jimbo wasn't here because he had business to take care of. What does that mean? It kind of felt like Roman Reigns just buried him in the floor, which he would do, and Sami was the guy kind of pulling the strings here. He was like, listen, Jay, I'm going to need your help later, unlike what you did on Raw when you were an absolute goober. This is when Sola Sokoa's phone went off, and man... <laughs> What the tribal chief? And he just started yelling at everyone, so I was gone again. I'm like, Roman, have you really taken five days before making this call and trying to sort some stuff out? Of course, he probably has done that because the guy's nuts. He also blamed Jay for all of this, and you could just see it in Uso's face. He was like, I don't want to put up with this anymore. But as ever, we just keep planting those seeds, and it is absolutely terrific. He also type. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm wrong? Or right, uh, it's a uh, so you think it's half. It's a half right, half wrong issue here, because it's not going to be directly them turning on Sammy. It's, uh, it's going to be Jay. Turning. 
Sakoa's gonna turn them all over there. Mm-mm. Jay's gonna turn on them. I'm telling you. It's bo- it's, that's what they're trying to... That's, that's what they're trying to... Like, it's kind of weird, because it's like... Are they gonna turn on Sammy? Or Jay's gonna do... It can't be Jay. You, you know, what the fuck, bro? You got platinum literally on your shoulder right now. I wouldn't give a chip brat's ass about anything. You know, I have to keep this platinum on me. I'm good, you know. How much is my bill so far? Oh, be, $60. Okay. He'll be, okay, let's get Sammy or something like that. Hmm. So, it's still going to be because of Sammy Zane in some weird way. But not the way we all anticipated it. Well, you anticipated it. Exactly. Oh, I anticipated it, really. I thought he was going to turn and beat up on Sammy. <laughs> it doesn't seem like the actual order of things right now. It seems like they're mostly going to do that against Jay. Because Jay is the one causing the most problems, not Sammy. Mm-hmm. No, Jay's like, like the man said, no, I'm sure, Jay's going to be the one. It's kind of weird. Get... It's like, is he going to be the one getting attacked? He's going to be the one bringing the rap if the rap comes. Yeah, something. Because it, it's, it's, it's weird. Because it's really not adding up. Because Jay's literally the blood. You're not turning on blood. Definitely got platinum on the shoulder as well. And Sammy Zane has shit, but a damn t shirt on. So. Yeah, a $30 t-shirt. They rich as fuck. They're going to pay for another one of those easy. Mm-hmm. Right into the match because it was Sami Zayn versus Kofi Kingston. It was fun. It was entertaining. It was enjoyable. And yes, you had an ending that was going to make all of this even worse. Because it was just wrestling tennis until Kofi did indeed smack Sami Zayn out of midair, which people love doing in 2022. And we then followed up with Zayn pushing Kingston off the top rope. So Kitty both of these guys have just been watching some sports entertainment for the entire year. And they're borrowing all of the moves. We also saw the SOS and a dive by Kofi when the shenanigans started. Because while Jay Uso was kind of helping, he was also kind of distracting. However, it did allow Zayn to hit the blue thunderbomb and get a one-two kick out. When Kingston got back to his feet, though, we had another distraction, which is distraction times two. And I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times, you never go distraction times two. Because this time it threw Kofi Kingston all over the place, although he was able to get the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment with a surprise roller. But given the ref's back was to the rope, this is when Jay Uso did that thing where he kind of did this mini drop kick. It reversed the polarity. So now Sami Zayn hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. I suppose Kofi was under there going, what the hell just happened? He wasn't able to kick out. Sami Zayn won. The catch, though, as we will find out later, but I shall tease it here. Is that nobody noticed what Jay Uso had done? I will get to that later, however, but of course we do have to bring down the distraction counter and knock another one up on that thing. Although I do kind of feel bad because this was an excellent distraction that tied right into the story. And I tell you, when it does all go bad, my knees are gonna go weak. I'm giving it up, and there's the sign again. Haven't thought this through at all. Actually, it makes the whole thing harder. And then, just bravo, WWE. 
Because when you saw Triple H trying to calm everything down between Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre, given that they're now involved in a blood war, Rey Mysterio picked the absolute worst time to walk up to the game and say, Listen, Triple H, I am not having a good time on Raw. My son hates me in Judgment Day are assholes. I'm going to have to quit. We shall now jump forward an hour or so, because this happened way later in the show, but I do want to tell you the fallout of this, which is Rey Mysterio has been drafted to SmackDown for two reasons. One, Triple H has wanted to quit, but also he put him into the number one contendership match for the Intercontinental title, and I thought this was absolutely genius. No more stupid brand-to-brand invitationals or a bunch of buzzwords we make up. This was somebody trying... Yeah, I still think that this is a good idea myself. What about you? Yes. You know, bringing Ray to SmackDown. It's 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 different. Uh, uh, don't forget that it's not, you know, a hundred percent, you know, type of thing where yeah, he, that he's on. always going to be on. You only going to see him on SmackDown. No, that means that he will primarily be on SmackDown, definitely, and be known as a SmackDown wrestler. Yes. And he may be going for gold, so to say, on SmackDown. So he won't be popping up for the, you know, you know, U.S. title. But, like, maybe Incontinental and things like that. Still good. Cool. Uh, right. Um, so he won't be, he's not be popping up going against Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar and, and uh, Seth Rollins for that title. Primarily, he'll be going for Gunther's, which does make sense. Because if you need Gunther to lose, you can definitely throw Rick Serio in there. He's incredible enough to beat him. Hmm. Right? So that's definitely incredible. I do like that. You know, and this does do exactly what Triple H wants to do if he, if he is inclined to do so, and that is to postpone, put a pause, unlike what Triple H, unlike what Vince McMahon did, and his pause is not really, you know, storyline driven, but it's possible to have a pause between the Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio eventual matchup. So if he wants to do it, he can put a pause in there, rightfully so, and it's not hastily thrown to grab it like the Matt Riddle thing that and Seth Rollins. You know that he had to do because obviously this man gave him garbage in that maneuver because he's about to put that m- match, which you've seen at you know, as you've seen multiple times, not just at that one premium live event, you know, extreme rules, but period. That was a good maneuver, take it off of SummerSlam, which has been bloated, and move it away from that, right. You know, WWE isn't AEW. It's not going to do 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 matches and give us all, you know, one-hour matches. You know, WWE was like, we want to get this done in about as, as long as two or three hours maximum. AEW would say, here's a whole literal damn day. Sit your ass still. 24 hours later, you can go home. <laughs> but you're going to be going home saying, God damn, what a matchup. Yep. <laughs> you know, I can't start. Where do we start? Prepare yourselves 
for just going through a lot of wrestling. You know, AEW would do that. 24 goddamn matches. All goddamn hour long each. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or longer. Or longer. Right? <laughs> That's not WWE. So now they can say, alright, we can use Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, put a pause in that Judgment Day stuff, you know, allow for Rey and Dominic to finally have their first, uh, have their official match against themselves, against each other. You know, Rey finally does what Dominic say, hit me, and he winds up beating the living hell out of Dominic. Well, that's coming. Yeah, it's going to come. I mean, goddamn. I don't give a damn who you are. You can be the most Christian person possible with Ray Mysterio as a Christian, by the way. Please know your stuff about that, man. He is a Christian. Been one for the longest time. Since WCW? Easily? <laughs> That's what that uh, thing in the middle of his forehead is. Actually, believe it or not, on his mask. All of his mask is a cross. Yeah, he does I mean, it's a key feature in all of his masks lying around with that eagle. Yep. On the sides. He always has, his mask always has three things. The two sides are eagle and that cross in the middle. Doesn't matter what else the fucking thing is going to look like and whatever color it's going to be. Don't know what the eagles represent. Maybe a high flyer and things like that. But the cross... Mm-hmm. It's 100% for his faith. You'd be surprised how many Christians in WWE. And wrestling, period. And some of them betray the most darkest characters out there. Because I'm looking for the angle side. By yeah. the way, that's the dead man himself. He was a Christian. Is. I ain't was. Well, Still yeah, is. now he's, he's reformed. Still is. <laughs> now, now he's. Because he's a reformed Christian, I think. Yes. <laughs> He portrayed that during his badass Undertaker era, actually, by the way. But I think he still was that even as uh, the dead man. The uh, Undertaker with Paul Bearer. A little bit into that time period, actually. I think with Paul Bearer, I think it's actually after he, you know, did what he did and passed away. But I think he was still... When he got married, he... Oh, yeah. Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. Yeah. Because I do remember him being that. And he portrays one of the most darkest characters out there. Again, it's wrestling. <laughs> You'd be surprised who is who. Like, wow. Shawn Michaels, we all know what the person because they, uh, not only did Vince McMahon put, you know, deal with him with God in the match, but <clears throat> literally portrayed the light and dark version. Uh, things with the Undertaker. They played that up. It's kind of obvious. For Shawn Michaels. It's just obvious. I mean, it was literally a storyline part. But anyway, let's continue. Companies, you can go, well, of course you would do that. Makes sense. But it also even ties into the narrative and makes the whole Mysterio storyline even better. This is one of the best things the new Ray Jeeves has done. So, giving it up, 
I really regret the stupid time. Roxanne Perez, her on NXT fame, was then on SmackDown. Honestly, you could call her up tomorrow and she'd be absolutely fine. She was hanging out with Shotzi and Raquel Rodriguez, so she did say, Hi, Raquel, I've got this stipulation with Corin Drake when I've got to choose somebody to come down to NXT and whip her ass, and I'd like it to be you. This is like... Yeah. Then you let him finish the part because this is the thing I just like I don't understand. Because yes, these are like and this was another person that I was gonna say when popped up. Yes, Bailey. Uh, I did not like at all the choices that they made here in this whole maneuver. Like I told you guys before in the first part. Don't pick your poison thing. That's what I was saying to her early on. To my fiance, who's gonna be the person because they're two you would pick if you had to pick your poison type match where you could easily have these people going against each other? You got one person from SmackDown, one person from Raw. I wonder who would that be? Hmm. And what did we say it was? The first two options are who? Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. And who's the other one? Uh, Ronda. Ronda, yeah. Because we're going to say the second options after that would have been obviously having Charlotte Flair show the fuck back up because good God you had an opportunity for her to be doing something. And yes, fucking Bailey. This is your chance to be a fucking bitch to your opponent. You want them to be destroyed and be humiliated. You want to pick Raquel Rodriguez? Mm-hmm. I mean, who the fuck? Over Bailey? I don't give a fuck. Oh, she's been on a losing side. I mean, what the fuck? Who cares? You saw what happened uh, on Monday, did you not? What's she gonna do? Either she looks, she's gonna kick the shit out of your opponent. Um, yes, please. Check, please. I'll, I'll take that every mm-hmm. step of the way. That's why I didn't like that. Doesn't make any sense. I know she's a baby face. Won't give a fuck. She can be a bitch still. And people still eat it up. This is the time you should have did that. That's why I'm like, I ain't, that's why I'm trying to hold that back. I'm like, I just didn't like this part. Because you t- took all the intelligence out the goddamn whole thing. She's supposed to go to the champions. If you're not going to allow the champions to be there for obvious reasons, because the champions are involved in the storylines. Fucking Bailey. Charlotte. Anybody but Raquel Rodriguez. And Sonya Deville. Like, AEW, you're going to get to AEW's main show. And I know for a while you don't give a shit you're going to lose anyway. You just want to hold on to some viewers. Obviously, know that, but still, because I know Triple H ain't dumb, he that's why he ain't doing much with Monday Night or Raw because he knows he's gonna get his ass destroyed anyway by football. Everyone knows that you don't put anything on Monday, Sunday, or hell, even Thursdays these days. But fuck those three days, why Monday Night Football? Sunday night is the whole fucking thing. Don't even put anything on TV on Sunday, period. Start from early morning. Because you have the potential of that London game being out there. 
And the rest of the seven to eight hours is taken up by football. Thursday. You don't put anything Thursday night? Why? Because you got Thursday night football coming on. You don't stand in the way of a moving fake train. And that's what the fuck football is. You're not stopping it. Don't try to get more viewers than it. It just doesn't happen. So what you do is try to get like Triple H did. As many viewers as you possibly can. But don't try to oversaturate the Monday and lose precious, you know, good talent to that. That's why Bray Wyatt ain't there. Because he has a day that football is never on. That's a Friday. But still, I'm like, come on. Somebody that would have been more realistic. To put out there, to put the fear of God in your opponent. They used to do that stuff. By the way, even with men, when they had, they picked your poison type matches. We've had not exactly those titles. But when you had a surprise mm-hmm. opponent, they'll pop up. Oh my God, it's Omaga. Oh no, it's Brock Lesnar. And the person will get absolutely decimated. Like, you know that. Like, y'all did this before. It's not, it's, it's not, it's, you know, it's, it, it's not like you haven't done this before. Just go out there and do the same thing. Tomorrow you'll be making that. Thinking what? The cabbage and, uh, you know what? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm making it tonight. Yeah. But else you do, you don't, you both you, you pick the character, the one wrestler that's going to be there that's, that's going to just ragdoll him. You know, it's supposed to be a squash match. Your opponent has absolutely no hope. Even if you want to do that with one of them, at least the baby face, you know, the heel pick. Who? And then guess what fucking happened? we find out later. I'll show you the bill. So Bailey was furious here because he's like, well, why didn't you choose me? I could have done it. And Roxy was all, well, you know, you're kind of on a losing streak right now. Bells was bad. It didn't mean that they challenged each other to a three-person match later, which we are going to do, which is also the correct move. If you've got Sam Perez on your show, put her in a match. Wait. Now, before he goes on to Braun Strowman, because this is when, the, when Michael Cole called those two guys a drone. You know, but again, for individuals like, but they had her lose her debut match. It's not her debut match. Ha ha ha! It's not her debut match. She's still on NXT, so she had the ability to lose here because it was nothing but free publicity. She's not debuting directly. It's not her being called up. So that's why they allow for Bailey to win. And rightfully so, you have Bailey, a well-established veteran, and these tag team champions going against Raquel Rodriguez, Sachi, and a NXT person. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you should have them lose. Definitely when the tag champions already beat those two individuals themselves, and they're adding someone who's definitely not inexperienced. She's 20 years old. She can't even buy a drink. That's how inexperienced he is. He literally wet behind the ears still. Yeah, makes significant sense. 
Ken definitely made it clear that in our near future, it is going to be Braun Strowman versus Omos. I don't really know how that's going to go. The reason I say that is because much like Omos on Raw, Braun Strowman had a squash match here as he absolutely killed James Maverick and Brian Thomas. That old bride here, he was all like, well, I think I can beat you up. Braun Strowman killed him. Almost an MVP came out halfway through this, although it did not cause the distraction, because Braun hit the powerbomb to get the one, two, three. And this is when Umver got on the mic, and he was like, you are no longer the giant of WWE, because you look absolutely nothing compared to Omos. Once again, everything- And that was, he said he looks absolutely normal. And that was a joke. <laughs> As they always do with, of course, Omos. Guys always look small to him, which is, I love the camera angles that they do. And yes, that he carries that 400 pounds pretty nicely. He's seven foot three, so yes, it does. He's not that. All that is girth. Wide shoulders, wide girthy arms. Thick thighs, even thick ass cast to boot. He doesn't miss leg day. Morning ups and downs recently has been becoming French. He also said something on the long lines of this monster, Braun, will remain in the shadows. But he didn't actually say that because just a bunch of gibberish came out of his mouth. But look, he's a human being, and sometimes you have him. No, he said something about some but he heard the, the shadows being in the shadows. He heard most of it. And Michael Cole cleaned it up anyway. What I will say though is that this has justified all the squash matches. Like when Omos started having them again, I was like, why are we going back in time? But now there's a reason they're trying to out squash the other one, and eventually we will have a big man match. And given that Braun has kind of been on a roll and should probably win that, I actually think this may work. So I will say sorry, I will apologize. I got way ahead of myself. I'm actually gonna give this it up as I'll just hold this because there is no way to just bring it back into frame. But right after this, yep, the bloodline didn't know what Jay Uso had done. Now why Jay didn't just show them a tape, I do not know, but I guess he's not a smart guy. But yeah, Solus the Carl was like, wow, Sammy Jane, you won that all by yourself to the point when I have my match later, I should probably take a thing from you. I mean, you can just imagine how angry Uso got here like I thought he was going to explode. And once again, it was like a three minute segment, but it just did so much to carry. But yeah, that's the segment that you previously heard about was the squash match when Roman beat them guys and he said that I go that he was finally done with those jabronis. <laughs> These jabronis. Caught those two men jabronis, yo. Like, Mike Cole caught those two men jabronis, yo. Jabronis, yo. Like, what? I still look like, man, even how many times I talked about it. Jabronis. Like, that's the thing that came out of his mouth, yo. <laughs> jabronis. This story forward. If I knew who was writing this, I'd give them a kiss. That would also be very weird. But then got reminded that Max Dupree had just transformed into LA Knight last week, like he was some kind of transformer. Optimus Prime going, you can do it, LA Knight. But look, the whole point of this was to get him back over as that character, and he was taking on Mansoir. Well, it was quite fun. And you just knew that LA was gonna kill him, even though Maxine kept trying to cause the distraction. And that is what happened here. 
and he eventually hit the BTH, DTH, DTH, some sort of a move. I think it was uh, BFT. Sounds like a BLT, but BFT, Blood Force Trauma. They used to do it on NXT and I've forgotten because I'm an idiot and he got the win. BFT! That's the one oh, BFT, the big friendly time. And also, straight after this, Nate <laughs> just turned heel instantly. Because he got the microphone and he's like, look, I hate that guy. I hate all of you. I didn't do it for any of you. I did it for me and I'm putting the whole locker room on notice. And all wrestlers say this, I'm putting you on notice. What does it even mean? I suppose what could right. happen is he just starts going up to people and like, looking at them because you know you've noticed them and i'm actually quite glad we did do this because last week he just beat up the maximum male models when all they were doing was posing that's like that's not a nice thing to do and now we understand why please do not thank god they, they did do that because like yeah you would have had a pretty bad precedent at triple h <laughs> yeah i'm glad he did switch up on that too yeah, I'm glad he did do that because that would have just had a real bad precedent real quick. Of you know, you can just beat up people. What you doing to my phone, girl? What game you playing over there? What game? Oh, you looking through there? But it's like, yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you made him a face. Still, that's why I was glad. Like, okay, he had to turn here because, like, yeah. It made no sense. You just went and beat up the mm. maximum male models. I don't get they all heels. You just beat them up for no reason. Ace don't do that. Who was that? Oh, they were talking about L.A. Knight. I'm sorry. Oh, he's from Maryland, by the way. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. Wow. Very few of those type of wrestlers still in existence. A few people that's from here. I know, I think it was Kelly Kelly or one of those two. No, it was... It was uh, Kelly, Kelly, yeah. Uh, Stacey Keebler? Stacey Keebler. Yeah, we're from literal Baltimore. No, she was a cheerleader from the Ravens. She was from Baltimore. I don't know if she was from Baltimore, but she was a cheerleader Yeah, from the she was literally from Baltimore. She was. Because they kept saying during her uh, entrance. You know... Get rid of Triple M either because I absolutely love them. To the point, if they won the tag team titles, I would celebrate and buy their summer collection, even though we are in the winter. So I am going to give this an up because I tell you, there's just something about SmackDown right now and more because SmackDown's two hours. It manages to do it quicker than that. It just feels like everything is rocking and rolling. Just introducing so many new characters that makes it feel fresh. I'm giving it that. Damage control then did indeed beat Raquel yeah, well, this probably was the right thing to do because damage control are an actual group. The other people are just a random trio. As we are. Exactly. That's exactly what I was trying to say. And don't forget that this is not her, you know, again, it's not her her actual debut. So she doesn't have to actually win here. It's straight up. She can just do whatever the hell she wants. She can win. She can lose. She can do whatever. You know, win, lose, draw. It doesn't matter. Because she's going to come back and have her actual physical straight-on debut. Dropped it off at the door. Oh, you got him before he dropped it off? There you go. Because, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be smashing some Chinese food. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah! Get the poor bear going. <laughs> Gonna be smashing. Can't wait. But yeah, so it doesn't matter here. This doesn't make sense. And definitely is a showcase that, yeah, uh, Bailey should have been picked. Here too, I do believe we should have another rendition of a WWE Superstars theme. So quite rightly, I've picked damage control. Because we got the power, we got the rage, yeah. Control the stage, control the cage, yeah. We got the power, we got the rage, yeah. Control the stage, control the cage. Tears in my eyes. It didn't go that long because I always say I don't think that's the worst thing in the world because you should try and shake these things up. And also, the whole point of it was to get every single person in that building and watching on TV to go, <laughs> Roxanne Perez is pretty good because she is pretty good. She was here dive onto Bailey at one point, so once again, we were like, oh, what's yep. going to happen in the future? When she did tag in Shotzi, man, Shotzi. She was having a bad night. Basically got her ass whooped by everybody. This was, of course, done so that Roxanne could get a bit hot tag and ran wild, which she did do, and Shotzi took out everybody with a crossbody. And at the end of this thing, it was Roxy going Bailey and Bailey going with Roxy, and no matter what Bailey tried to do, she couldn't beat her. So once again, we're turning her into a big deal. Do you think she went for the most devastating move in Yeah, there we go. Nope, never let that happen. But yeah, that's definitely true. You know, like I said, it made sense here to have her lose because it's not her real official debut. You got to understand that. So, for all people out there who's like, oh my God, I can't believe she lost. Like, what, really? You can't? Like, I don't see the reason why you can't. I mean, really? Last I checked... You know, after I checked, she's not coming up. Sports entertainment, but of course, Bales has the experience, so she reversed it into the most devastating of all of sports entertainment. But this was very much sold as the fact that she had stolen one. And I like it when we do things like this. If you do get called up to the main roster, even for one night, it should be presented as a badass. It also means that we can revisit it down the line and we have some history. It is getting up, that's right. We then may have got a bunch yeah. of teasing. He didn't even hold it as myself do with this one you will because as we were being reminded what Lagarda del Fantasma had done last week to hit row Bray Wyatt's symbol flashed up on the screen now I'm 99% sure we did this because he was going to feature in the closing segment yeah but Michael Cole went ballistic right there it's like come on now we already know it's Bray Wyatt you're going to show up later on <laughs> like I said Michael Cole was on fire tonight you should go definitely go watch that watch Smackdown again and just listen for Michael Cole you see how he just reacts to shit? Because he's like, he was done with Bray Wyatt's shit. He was just totally done with Bray Wyatt's shit. Like, come on. 
But after the video for the Saudi Arabia show, we then did go right into a recap of everything between Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey. So because I'm a massive nerd, I like to go, oh my gosh, who's going to enjoy the white six? Even though actually I've now come up with a completely idea for whatever that's going to be. So yes, once again, I was wrong. We also got a Viking Raiders video, and if that is not Sarah Logan doing the narration for it, then WWE has lost their mind. When, yeah, it was Phantasma versus Hit Row. Huh. This was Wacky Wild and Cruz Del Toro because Selena Vega and Santos Escobar just went up, we're gonna go to the back. And early on, Hit Row were just absolutely wrecking these guys. I mean, they jumped them in the early go and even before Ding Ding, we had the bell. Even though this had happened, the referee was still like, oh, oh, oh we'll start the match because I don't care. And once again, Top Dollar and Ashanti the Adonis had control until they didn't. This is when Escobar and Vega were like, oh man, we made a terrible mistake. They did return, they kind of did some stuff in Bootstrap, but the Santos just got properly involved, which allowed Fantasma to hit the sack of the coal, whatever the hell it's called, and they got the one, two, three, and once again, I was like, ah. Then all that to have a distraction of a really straight up interference for bring down the counter. And there's just something about this that isn't clicking. I do like the fact that it ties into the thing because it rewards you for being a fan and dedicating your time to this. But I also kind of feel like both groups should have got a big win on the roster before they came back. I think it's going to have some, uh, yeah, heads are right underneath of it too. It does feel like we're going into a longer term story here, so I shall be a patient, Paul, because. But I really didn't like the fact that, you know, they're still keeping this thing going as if Swerve Strickland is a part of it. But not. No. I love Selena hair. I am. It's growing on me. I didn't like it the first time I saw her. But it is growing on me. She's definitely making it work. But I didn't like the fact that they're still keeping this going as if it's a real straight up even, you know, type of even... Feud when you don't have Shura Strickland, the fourth person of uh, hit, row. hit Row. I mean, at least had the guy be taken out with some shit like that. I knew B-Fab was going to be a wrestler. She's going to wrestle. Selena Vega is definitely going to make sure that happens and she'll be able to carry her any damn way to, so she can get her first official actual wrestling going on. Because she could have stayed just a manager, but it's best to have her there and actually do some type of maneuvers and actually wrestle a little bit. And manage as well. Well. So yeah, I just think that they need. To, so yeah, I just think that they need to add at least one more person to hit row. Maybe they're trying to and try to get uh hit hit row completely together by getting Spurs circling. Well, he's still in contract, though. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And a positive Pete. Something about it just feels a little bit off. However, like I said, it's week one or week two. You can't go crazy with that. So I am going to give it an up. But just to let you know how on the fence with this I am, I'm not going to show the sign. That's right. Someone in the middle with. Yeah, I bet. Because that's one of those things, like I said, uh, it's off because it's off by a number and off by a person. Swerve Strickland. Swerve. Swerve. Uh-huh. That's the person. It's Swerve. Just go ahead and say it. Swerve. But then in the back, 
accent, that Liv Morgan. She's such an idiot. So Liv Morgan literally was stood here. She... By the way, yes. It wasn't like, not even honestly, it was like that actually. When you seen it, when she attacked her. But like I told her, my, my fiance asked like, why did she attack uh, Tony DeVille? Because like I said, in wrestling, you can't say the person's name. You know, it's like, you know, Candyman and Beetlejuice. Say your name too much. They pop up and appear. You know, I'm afraid of saying Liv Morgan name right now and talking about her. She might bust in my door with my ass. You know, I wouldn't be surprised you do. Mm. I need them to... Mm. So what's the angle? Is she gonna start? Does she got any feet with uh, Sonya now? What? What's gonna be? Yeah. I'm probably decent squash match too, Sonya. You shouldn't be wrestling in the fucking first place. Cause she did her best job as a uh, part of management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You must have been so close. Flew in, she kicks on your ass. She also finishes off by doing the senton through the table deal, which was pretty damn cool. So once again, I think we have to keep an eye on this because we are turning Liv Morgan into something. At the moment, I don't know what that is. But yeah, remember what I said before, right? Um, Sonya Deville has a match on NXT. And she's just got her ass properly kicked. And put through a table backstage on Friday night. You didn't give us no utensils. I bet. That's probably my fault too, because I probably had an opportunity to ask for it and didn't check. Then God, we ordered it. We have stuff here. The Tupperware is going to be reused. I ain't going to lie to you there. But yeah. This is a bad one. I'm sorry. Oh, don't worry. They got it. Okay, good. I lied on them. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Your low main noodles got rice underneath. God, I'm be getting that again. Beef and homemade with he <laughs> get fried rice. God, that's a man's meal. Yeah, cookie. Who cares? I ain't gonna eat it anyway. It's always uh stale. But yeah, it depends on where you eat from. Now they're going to talk about Ray Mysterio. Let's do our fatal four way to see who was the next contender for the Intercontinental Champion. And while it was meant to be Karrion Cross versus Sheamus versus Ricochet versus Solo Sokoa, obviously Karrion Cross has been in a car wreck. So this is where we found out that Ray Mysterio has been drafted to SmackDown. And I tell you, all of that was so well worth. It was also just another awesome multi man match from WWE. And they've been doing loads of these recently. And they knock every single one out of the park. There was one cool bit as well when Mysterio noticed that everybody was in a clump, so he just died onto everyone. But we also did this bit where Seamus faced off with Solo Sokoa, and everyone was like, oh, well, I really want to see that because they're going to kick each other to the hell and back. And we had a standoff and a little sequence between Rey Mysterio and Ricochet. And you can just imagine the noise the crowd made here because who doesn't want to see that feud? Surprise, surprise, it was fantastic, especially when Ricochet from nowhere hit this northern like super 
French. It was brilliant. This is when Sakai was like, no, I'm that one guy. I don't want to see it. He got back in there and he wrecked everyone. He was even double power bombing people at one point and Seamus had yeah, really to there. break that up. And the Irishman went, Bruh, I'm going to go crazy now too. This is what the scary thing is, I've kind of got the impression here that we may be doing a Seamus versus Solo Sokoa feud, or at least the Brawling Brutes versus the Bloodline. And if we are going to do that, sign me up. And the only reason I do say that is because as soon as Seamus locked in the Cloverleaf, oh. it was Sami Zayn and Jay Uso to help out their fellow Us, when of course Butch and Rich Holland also joined the fray. Mm. You need some toys though? Yes indeed. Ricochet and Ray in the ring. He hit the 619 and he hit the Eddie Guerrero frog splash and he got the one, two, three, and everybody went nuts because he is now the number one contender for the Intercontinental title. But then straight away, everybody hushed a bit because they're like, oh no. Orange chicken is always ready to go. That means he's got to take on Gunther. Once again, who in the hell doesn't want to see this? Because of course, you know, Mysterio's going to make his way to SmackDown somehow. So once again, it gets a round of applause. This was brilliant. But then it got topped instantly because wow. Just wow, or wow, wowie, whatever you used to say. And yeah, and that's what I was going to say about, um, before he gets to the best part with Bray Wyatt. That's why I was thinking about with Ray, of like, this gives a perfect opportunity if Triple H wants to pause everything with Judgment Day and Ray Mysterio and Dominic. There's a perfect time. He can pause it whenever he wants right now. But a pause and come back to that feud later on. This is a AEW like maneuver, actually, because they will pause it right there. So, oh. This is not good at all. You got any steak? You got no noodles? You got no rice? You got nothing? I guess this little beige sliver shit must be the mm-hmm. cake. Yeah. Hey, who the fuck came? Came and eat it. Came and eat it. Please tell me you can, because I'll get my refund. Say it didn't show up. No. Get somebody fired. No. I have my food and eat it too. This is, I just won't order nothing from there no more. No, it's order of uh, orange chicken like I did. No, because I didn't like the way that orange chicken tastes. This is kind of spicy though. Go ahead. It was time for the return to Bray Wyatt to SmackDown, and I didn't see this coming at all. He still makes his entrance through that door, and he's got brand new music. But when he was in the ring, he wasn't a persona, he wasn't a character. He was just Bray Wyatt. The way he's talking, I tell you, make water come out of your eyes. There was no spooky wookie or no jingly jangly here. He just talked to us like he was a human, and he said that his self-confidence had been hit ever since he was fired, and he's lost friends, and he's lost family members, and it left him in a place where he was like well nothing I ever did in WWE mattered until fans started coming to him and saying no Bray it's not true you saved my life and that hit him right in the tum tum this obviously began a massive thank you Wyatt chant and I don't know whether Bray was play acting or not but oh my god his face no, he wasn't. told a thousand stories to the point I was like well this is the most real Bray Wyatt I've ever seen in my life <laughs> when the lights went off this is when that creepy masked man appeared on the big screen and started to say things like the word about the future or the past and your life is mine and I'm gonna rip your spleen out of your head or in some words to that effect it was really really vlogged up and also mentioned that you have no idea who you're dealing with 
Then when ha 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 ha, evil laugh, Smackdown went off air. So surely we are going with some kind of split personality thing here. And while I know we did that with The Fiend, if one of the personalities is normal Bray Wyatt, well that eradicates a lot of problems that we have in the past. It also starts to make you go, well maybe the Wyatt Six is actually just all of Bray Wyatt's personas. So of course there is The Fiend, there is the Firefell Floodhouse, there's this guy, there's the new Mask guy, plus we have Husky Harris we suppose, and you have the original Bray Wyatt, and actually there's probably more than six to look what it does to your brain, you just want to speculate, speculate, speculate. But it's just wrestling on another level and it's so full of concepts, if you want to call it art, you probably could, that, that also makes you and me and everybody a little pretentious, but who the hell cares? It also means when it comes to the sign, I have to throw it away because I'm not just going to give it an up, I'm going to give it a golden up, just because there's something about this that made me look out into a field and go, wrestling is just something else, it has some kind of weird power. And this may all work out for the best, because it probably was the greatest iteration of Mr. Wyatt I've ever seen. Wait. Yes, and that's one thing I would definitely say. Yes, 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 yes. Perfect. Again. That was, that was... I tried on this episode because I really didn't see SmackDown, so I'm yeah. just listening. <laughs> yeah. But... But yeah, can't do nothing wrong here. There's no need. Damn, girl. We <laughs> had a bad time over there. Don't worry, I'll eat it for you. You want mine? And we can switch. <laughs> we want. You, you suffering over there. God had mercy on you. <laughs> but yeah, not surprising. But, yeah, definitely, definitely good. You know, the promo was definitely good. The press person, he was definitely disguised enough for you to be able to not say that it's Bray Wyatt. And you can definitely say that it is. So it could be Bo Dallas if you want to make it Bo Dallas. If you want Bray Wyatt to be Bray Wyatt, perfectly fine. But, yeah, that promotion that he cut was actually real. He... That was real. He posted stuff like that on his um, social media accounts anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, people showing him pictures of their family and whatnot and how they he love to see him. him. Exactly. Just the best him, how they love and to see characters. him. You know, the return, how they were just celebrating his return. And he was like, yeah, that's why I returned was because of you guys. So, yeah. That was real. Yeah. But that was real. Anyway. She didn't see uh, Rampage. Nope. Uh It was Mike McGuire again. Because I was at work. Yep. But anyway. On the next part, we're going to talk about AEW Rampage. For some reason, the up... uh, The internet wasn't working. And the up the replay is not up yet. Yeah, surprise, surprise. You know, even you had these things recording it, it's not up. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> we will see you on the next part.
to another, another, another episode of A&T Talk Wrestling, hosted by yours truly, Alexis, and me, Trey. We're doing ups and downs for AEW Rampage. The the previous part, we did the ups and downs of SmackDown. Of course, she had... She is she's not down over that, but you know, she can no, talk. If I'm quiet, that's she can I'm... give her viewpoint if she wants. Yeah. I'm only going by old fighters in. Exactly. And I'm listening to see what he says, so. Exactly. Go ahead, try. Right. So let's just jump into it. To tell you straight up, this week's episode of Ups and Downs for Rampage is a bit like Seinfeld. If you didn't watch Ups and Downs for Smackdown, which now is part of the canon, there may be some jokes or some signs on this episode, and you're like, what the flub is going on? Oh, Does that make me an asshole? Yes. I've told you that once, I've told you it twice, I will tell you this 379 times. But not only did we have the latest episode of Rampage, but it was kind of live from Canada. We filmed it on Thursday night, but still, it felt like a new crowd, which meant they were really loud. Yep. Was yeah. it really good, or was it rubbish? That's, that's, that's that was rubbish. Oh, man. I, I keep fucking up, don't I? Oh, yeah, bye. Here we go. Yeah. Right now, my bracelet just broke. Why not just bought the $300? I had a feeling you shouldn't have bought this. I said it was kind of lightweight, didn't I? No, the little thing got pulled in the chair. Didn't I say it was kind of light, though? So I'll just take it back to them tomorrow. Yeah, and tell them it broke. They ain't going to do anything but charge you to pay for another one. No, they'll fix it. They'll charge you to pay for it. Don't worry, we'll go there tomorrow. It's got caught on. We got $300. <laughs> Is that the multi-club gold one? Yep. Mm-hmm. The three. Rose gold, regular gold, mm-hmm. white gold. Put in like a something. Anyway, let's go ahead. and the Blade had yelled at Claudio Castagnoli on Dynamite saying, Fight us, fight us. It got to Friday night. Claudio was like, all right, I'll fight you. He was also teaming with fellow Blackpool Combat Club member John Moxley, so this did feel like a big deal, especially because William Regal was on commentary saying, yeah, I don't think this is a good idea at all. Moxley has to fight Hangman Adam Page this Tuesday, because Dynamite has been moved next week. This can surely go bad. Once again, we're just plying those seeds that maybe, just maybe, Hangman Adam Page is going to win. This definitely isn't going to help, though, because it did start out with a massive brawl before John Moxley and the Blade just got into it and they kept doing these suplexes and people kept landing on their head. The cowboy was also watching on from the back on a television screen and it was kind of a normal angle, but he was twisting his neck a lot. And I was also like, Ad, what are you going to learn from this? You're in a singles match and this is a tag. And when Moxley and Blade had done their thing, Claudio and the Butcher got in and they too just started to throw each other around. I know I've said it before, but I really like the Butcher and the Blade. And yes, I'm mostly saying that because I want a discount from their shop. And that's not true at all. I think they What's are up in this tag team. And I like to think they fell out with Claudio because he wanted, like, money. Kayfabe. Kayfabe, they have a uh, meat chop. 
<laughs> That's why you keep hearing them say that. We hear him talk about getting a discount from the butcher and the blade in their in their shop. It's because in kayfabe they actually supposed to have a they're actually individuals who work at a butcher butchery and have you know real you know livestock that they cut up on and shit like that. So yeah, you had that. And they said no. Don't forget about the bunny who comes out with them. At one point, she just got in the way here. <laughs> that was perfectly fine. Nobody cared. What we really have to talk about is that at one point, the butcher gave Claudio this suplex, and the blade went to the top rope and speared him, which brought everybody back to the canvas, and that didn't count as a finish. I'm sorry, my friends. That is absolutely silly. It should 100% be somebody's finish. But then had the mm-hmm. being broken up by cross bodies, which is nuts, because nobody in this match was small. And essentially, the right. blade came this close to winning, but the BCC are a good team, and they're always in the right place at the right time. So sadly, they did both get their head kicked in as Moxley hit the Death Rider and Claudio hit the Ricola bomb. They got pinned for the one, two, three, and they lost and I really hope we put them back into a storyline soon because I do enjoy them muchly and of course Moxley and Claudio are great too giving it back to oh, yeah. promo afterwards where basically Moxley shouted things and then Claudio took the mic and said no but of course the whole point is that Moxley will be Hangman Adam Page next week and I'm 98.7% sure that he will but that 1.3% Throughout this match too, I also saw a background that said Simon give this an up that made me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum tum. So of course you are getting it up. This is what I remember I forgot to bring my sign in again. I'm not going to explain it. I've already explained it once today. Can't do it. Also, somebody tweeted me because the other links over there and they had a sign. already connected. So I am here for you. So we are going to give it up because somebody asked for up. There it is. And we're also to give things a down because somebody wanted a damn down. Now remember. Right, for the damn down. We're going to do this on our wedding, by the way. If not, we're going to definitely do it when we go to um, WrestleMania. I'm going to put a concrete sign. Saying Simon, give me a uh, down. Yes. Exactly. I am. <laughs> People that get mad about a number just take one up and one down away from the total. And that's the real opinion on Rampage. Come on, man, we're just having some fun. Ronnie Paquette was then interviewing Swerve and in our glory in the back. And Swerve Strickland was all like, <laughs> stupid acclaim, boys. They can't do no scissoring anymore. When Keith Lee was like, greetings, my old pal. I don't think you should be talking this way. It is not how we conduct ourselves back in the force. He was also super mad that Strickland had cheated to beat Billy Gunn on Dynamite. So we are just teasing that they're going to break up at one point. And if we do give them the right time, I tell you, Keith Lee versus Swerve Strickland with Swerve as a heel, that'll be damn good. We then cut straight to the Dark Order after this because quite clearly we need to do some housekeeping. Or Andrade, it feels like, has been suspended, but we still got some stories to sort out. So Jose, the assistant in barge in here, he said, listen, Ten, I have a new offer for you and I've never offered you anything ever up to this point. You shall take on Roosh. Ten was like, okay, I will. But if I do, you guys have to leave us alone forever. 
Good yeah, it can. Like, wow, so it can, but you need to pull the piece there. Like it did, man. Girl, you doing it at the wrong time. Like while we're trying to do the broadcast. Yeah, I told you to put that thing up. 
you can get it on there. It still works. It still connects. Thank God. You know. So you can still wear it. I would love. I would say, yeah, you know, put on some another uh, time period. But anywho, on to this whole thing with DJAS. Um, like most people, I'm with. I'm with them. Like, yeah, all this character development happening, and you just ended by having them just join the Jericho Appreciation Society any damn way. Mm-hmm. Like, so why the fuck did you go on this whole thing about oh Jericho, you need to win without cheating? And you just say, oh fuck it, you know what I was wrong anyway. That was stupid. No, that was trash. That was ass. I got to call a spade a spade AEW. I normally spare you with this type of shit because you're three years old anyway. But nah, that was the dumbest shit possible. You cut all his character development in. You had this whole thing with him costing Jericho matches and shit just for him to turn around and say, well, you know, I'm back with the Jericho Appreciation Society. Forget all that shit. No, fuck that character development bullshit. You know, like, come on. That was stupid. Yeah, this character development is going on. <clears throat> At least allow him to finish it through. Yes. You know, because you make a person that's starting out to become his own single competitor and star and potentially leading to some form of friction between the Jericho Appreciation Society and a lot of story development and character development, you just leave on the on the floor. Because he's like, yeah, psych. That's what wrestling sucks. Because the person doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't care if you have them say, well, you know. Oh, it's still on there. It's on the other leg. For right now, until I can get it on. Because uh-huh. I can't do it on this. This leg, because it's not. Because it's what's swollen. No, it's the, bigger. The, the, the angle. Oh yeah, but hey, who cares? On that one, that's good. Got an angle it for both legs. So there you go. Put your sock over it to make sure it doesn't get caught. There you go. If you need, I got some big ass, dumb ass socks you can put on I just still for that. Go back over there, cause. But that's why they put that other uh, hook on there. Because in order to make it just big enough that it can still easily hook on, that's why they happen. So that's why it broke. Because no. of that one piece, that one ankle. Mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> that was you get. But anyway, let's go ahead and finish up some more. Do you want the um, soy sauce? No, I can go rest of that in the trash. We got plenty of it. We got a bowl. I mean, a bucket. Not a bucket, a container. We did it with Jamie Hayter and we did it with Luchasaurus, where essentially you go, oh my gosh, I turned it Give me that lead. Give me that lead. And I think it's fine with Luchasaurus. 
I'm still not over this Jamie Hayter thing. She should just be a mega baby face by now, because you can feel it in the air. And now the fact that she did the double wobble turn, and other people have done the double wobble turn, it just pushed it down even more. So once again, if I can't argue with something that shall give it a down, it does get it down. And we bring back my sign. As you can see, I've already written things on it, which you're shouting at me, so you don't need to do it. Jericho soon took over here, and my. Yeah, but that's like I said, it's, it's definitely it should be a down because you did this three times with the same group. Everyone potentially about to turn on Jericho, but then they just come back. Oh, it's like forget what you heard. Yeah, fake news. Like what the fuck? Come on, bro. That he is taking on all the former Ring of Honor champions, which is when Dalton Castle interrupted. All of this is glorious. This was mostly because Castle called Jericho something like a stupid, silly, naive goose, and I was like, you can't call somebody a goose. Unbelievable. Dalton was pissed though, because of course Jericho is making a mockery of the title, so he does want to take him on a dynamite, and I am well up for that. And because I've said that word, I'm also going to give it an up now. I do have a flip side to this, but I shall discuss it at the end of the show, and the sign must come back. We had a quick promo for Tony Storm versus Sheena, which is happening on Dynamite for the Women's Championship, which should be really good. Wow, like I said, this is this why I was going to come back to this. This is the reason why I said, yes, Dynamite is going to win in the ratings anyway against NXT. You can try to throw some random ass, you know, WWE superstar that's on the main roster. Or against the NXT stars, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna save the damn uh the event. They're gonna lose on Tuesday anyway. Um, because you got the AEW Women's oh, Title. Yeah, you got the ROH Championship on the line with Chris Jericho going against this Fandango looking dude. Did this Fandango? No, this time exactly not. He's just, um, he a mockery, he a mockery of that shit. He, he, he AEW clone. <laughs> that's just called like he is. He AEW clone. Because that's exactly what he is. He a clone of Fandango because he looks exactly like, like, come on now. He got this fantastic looking get up going on. You see Over there on that table. I was holding that in. I was trying to sneeze. But I was still talking to y'all. So hard. Bless you. Yeah. But anyway, like I was saying, you know. And then you you have the AEW Championship on the line with John Moxley and, of course, Hangman, the AEW Women's title online with Tony Storm right now. And the ROH championship online with for Jericho's match. They know what they're doing. When the brand new MVP of AEW arrives, that's right, I'm talking about Nyla Rose. Because she was defending her TBS title that she never won against Anna JS, who also believed. About to say that she never won. <laughs> I love it when wrestling does this. She has the TBS championship that she, of course, like she said, like he said, never won, by the way. She stole it. Who? Who do you think is the TBS champion? I don't know. 
I don't know who is he be a champion. The person who was never beat in AEW, the woman that was never beat in AEW. Who was that? Jay Carhill. How did she get his belt? Stole it. She was victorious there. How's she still Jay Carhill belt? I have no clue. Champion. It's too silly. It's too ridiculous. But yeah. Made me enjoy the match twice as much, especially because after Nyla won with the self-power bomb, Vicky Guerrero got in the ring with a sigh that said 1-0. and So now they're just taking the piss out of Jay Cargill. Yes. Yes. Is the way Jay Cargill? Let's not even talk about it. You're going to figure that out later. <laughs> how you going to take a championship? I don't care. This is exactly how you do it. This is how it should be done. I don't know why WWE doesn't do this as much. I would do it. I would steal the uh, undisputed championships from the bloodline or from, you know, Roman Reigns himself and just wear it and go out there and actually have legit actual title defense matches because that's how it came up by the way it's as if it was actually a title match mm. <laughs> by the way that's how it's supposed to be treated so yes Nyla Rose it would take a man to go against Jay Cohill Shut up, Trey. Come on now. You know it's sitting out there. You know, low-hanging fruit. Speaking of those two low-hanging fruit right there. They're also walking around with a security detail, which is going to stop the baddies from getting them, which Cargill and her crew tried to do here, but Nyla Rose just ran off. Yeah, see? This is what I'm saying. This is how you do it. This is how you do wrestling and entertainment when the wrestling is more important. She is winning. She has title defense. She had her first title defense. Want to know? They should let this. They should fuck. I don't care. Drag it on. I know they probably are, but drag it on until she's up there with literal Jay Carhill and her mount of wings. Hmm. I don't care. He's like, well, damn, that's a lot. Cool. Of, that's a lot of 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 time you do into hmm. a storyline. But no, it's yeah, build it up. It's gonna build up. And it has a, a actual, you know, legit, you know, reason Where to be there. Actual defense against. So Jay Carhill can defend it as the non-champion. Well, champion, champ, the actual champion. Well, non-champion because he doesn't have the belt. Would just say fuck it. I challenge you for a belt. Yeah, I challenge you for that belt. Or I put your record up against my record or something. Exactly. Record against record. You can now see if you legit worth it. And that way, Jay Carhill can win the belt back. Even though, she, even though she never lost it. But yep. she will still have that record going. It'll be legitimized. And yep. you can have Nyla Rose actually get an be, L. Defeat for it. Be defeated for it. And, and make her go attack. And make her go back to the back of the line. Right, and, and all and, that. And this. Exactly. And then when she do get the belt again, yeah, right. make her have a longer reign. Like she does get the belt and legitimize her getting the belt. Then. Yeah, and then make her have the longest reign. Ouch. Chris McKinney. Ha! 
and make her have the longest reigning uh, defense to be yeah. the longest reigning TBS champion actually over that because you see no it, it, I wouldn't do that to no TBS. you do you do because by that time period they'll be them flipped because now Jade is going to turn face by the way if you haven't paid attention yes even though they're both heels and, but and this they're slowly but turning but how the hell did she get a belt though That's... she stole it how <laughs> she just like they don't show her taking the belt. Well, I, I I didn't watch the episode, uh. but like that's how I'm, like, I'm confused. Like, but how did I she... I didn't know that she stole the belt. Like how did By she get the way, belt? I forgot how she did it, but I didn't remember her stealing it. And I said that's why I said it took a man to take the belt from her. Shut up. I think this is great. I think we should carry this on for a year. I think that could... exactly. That's what I'm saying. Carry it on for a long ass time. Long enough where she do can... not end long this. Enough to where she... Any time soon. Long Any. Enough, long enough to where she can get enough, get up there to like. Get enough actual wins like she's there with Jay Cahill. Matter of fact, fuck it. Tied you up. have it. Tied, tied up. Exactly. And then have Jay if you break need, the tie. If you need to, actually had them battle against other people to see who can last as undefeated with the uh in matches. Right? So Jay will be undefeated. You know, Nyla Rose will be undefeated. I don't know her tied. Exactly. Tie and then up. you get to a point where Zach was tied up like a... And like had a, that, the, the like fabric a sport, exactly. between... Like a literal two. sporting event. You get you know what always when the drama hits is when it's tied up and the, the shit about to hit the fan and you finally had them go against each other. Yep. TBS Championship on the line. Nala Rose actually loses. Yep. And that way, she can actually have an L on her little side there that Vicky Guerrero has. And make Vicky come out every week with it. Yes, yeah, so it's like Vicky just keep adding, you know. Every time every new number, she have a number. You two and O. Three and O. Three and O. If you had to do it, if you want to build it up faster, every fucking week. You don't have to, but you want to to build it up faster. Yeah. Just because you need to get to a certain event, have a—I mean, fuck, do it twice. You know, if you need to. In a match. In a, uh, you in know, a, in, a, um, in a week, you know, dynamite and uh, rampage. If you if you want to try to get up there even faster. Have, I have two matches in a, in, a, in, in in a night or something like that. If you want to get up faster, but you have to carry this out. Do not end this. This is a great portion. This is where I don't give a fuck about the rest of the storyline. This is where it's at. This is legit. Right here. Your storyline with Nyla Rose and J. Hill. This part right here is all this story is about. I don't give a damn about how she lost the title. I don't give a damn about how Nyla Rose got the title. I don't give a damn about Nyla Rose, period. Only thing I give a damn about is the fact that that sign that Vicky Guerrero has keeps continually going up until it matches that of J. Hill. And they have a match to break the. And uh, still mention the fact that Jay Cohill is still the champion. Always mention it. Always mention it. Matter of fact, sometimes don't. You know, actually, sometimes don't. You know. No, I'm saying no. Mention it. Say no. You mentioned like, please, y'all. Oh, oh, I see what you're talking about. Don't forget Jay Cohill. Oh yeah, true, I see what you're talking about. True, true. Still say that like no, this is Jay Cohill. 
even though like I was gonna say the opposite. You, you just in case you got some fans like people like me and, and you who tuned in later on, like what the fuck? How'd she get a TBS title? You know, because it's first thing I thought was like, yeah, how the hell did she get a TBS title from Jay Hill? She said, yeah, she didn't win it. Right, yep, just say she never. When I first saw it, that's how I thought, and I found out like she K- stole it. Uh, Jay Hill, still the undefe- undefeated, undefeated, by the way, champion. You know, who's champion? Because he didn't win it. And then it was like, how the hell did Nala get it? She stole it. The stolen champion, you know, undefeated. The stolen undefeated champion. champion. Yeah. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. Always continue. Like that. That's like what I'm that. saying. If you have to go out there and have a do it but twice still, a week, but you still, I don't care. And look, and then the annals of the like, you know how they still so count that as her. Yeah, like, actual because and you count that as her. Ad, yes, I mean you count that as her ad, ad because like, because she's gonna they're gonna converse. Because you know how first they, and foremost it's AEW, so um, sad to say, winning matters and winning counts, so it's her actual. Numbers from her record actually go up, count, but you count you because it's actually it's still, even though it's a tag, is a title defense for a title she doesn't have. It's no, still a regular match. I, I will still call. I will still give her as it like when you do her record, like you know how they, go, WWE say five time world champion. Because I don't know how many times she won a championship, but I was still giving. I was still give her the title. Give her. But I don't know. Make a, like if say this is her first time woman and it's she like went TBS. There, say this is her second TBS championship. Exactly. Or first what? official second champion. You know, just just keep yeah. throwing it out there. Just like keep throwing it out there. Just keep playing towards it. Even if they don't, that be a part of her. Even her. if they don't, they had no choice. By the way, to count these matches and wins because AEW counts wins and losses. So, even if it's a title match uh, for a match for title you haven't won, the match that was set up was actually won. So, it's still a win for her. Her actual record still goes up. Much as I, I do like 
Don't worry, I'll deal with next week. But yeah, I do like the fact that Davari is definitely doing significantly better than he did doing in WWE. was doing in WWE significantly better. He's on Rampage, still better. It's not just primary show, but still doesn't matter. Significantly better than he's doing in WWE.
That caven might Bennett and Maria Kalevis. Oh, they, they want a rampage? Yeah. I think they claimed that they never got what they deserved when it came to the IWGP tag titles and the Ooh. Ring of Honor belt, so they went after FTR. And by this time, the Gates of Agony were back. I got it. Of course, Wardlow yeah. ran down to make the save. No, yeah. I do have to say, even though I'd rather these two took each other on, them as a pair would be so damn good because they're so damn crazy. And this is when Rampage went off air. I am never that little skinny guy. You don't know who that skinny guy is. I can't see. Behind, behind some more Joe. No, I can't see. Put on his singlet. Who the hell is that singlet? Guy behind some more Joe. I can't see who it is. You don't know who that is? I can't tell who it is. Hang The ring. I pay you money. Just say who the hell it is. I fucked you over at the blue, blue, blue all you did. Talked about AEW because they didn't want to pay me. MJF. That's what it is? No. Oh, that's Warlow. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I said, blue, I fucked you over because I need to beat me and blew you up because AEW wanted to pay me. That's the point they got it, right? <laughs> he screwed over because his win was null, basically null and void because Oh, MJ, yeah, MJ just fucking left, like, bitch. Fucking left out of it, like, give me the Powerball Symphony. One, two, three, four, five, whatever the fuck. Pay me. Pay me. Pop up on dynamite next next day. Yada 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 yada. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I say. Uh, like you didn't understand that. I know because the title he had. That's straight up. That that was Wardlow. <laughs> I couldn't see who it was. Cause the your big ass is <laughs> coming up like a moon. No, it's just a, I couldn't tell. Like, damn, bro. But anyway, yeah, uh, I'm different than what he said. I do like this pairing. I do know that you want to have them defend their titles, but the thing with AEW is they like to pad these people's records by padding in days. The the Roman Reigns way of just not defending the title. (laughs) You know, title defense are prestigious to them. They want to have it. When it's definitely necessary. You know, if it's going to be used to boost up a night, it'll be used. Hence the reason why next Tuesday on Dynamite, every damn near title is on the line. Like it's a uh, uh, pay-per-view event. Right? <laughs> because they're going to use it to swipe the floor with NXT again, as they normally do, and call it a day. Because NXT doesn't have anything but, you know, some... Random ass SmackDown uh, wrestler, and oh, I forgot to say in the last part, you know, but they already told you a already bad and bruised passer prime, you know, showing the bill coming up there. So, what you want to see? You want to see a, those two garbage matches with these SmackDown stars, SmackDown and Raw stars on there, or you want to see. The legitimacy of AEW putting title at the title at the title at the title at the title on the line. In every last one of them, the champion can lose. There's no reason why, you know, John Moxley can't can not lose to Hangman Adam Page. Definitely so. No reason why Tony Storm can't lose her match. Well, she's not. I know. 
She's definitely not. She's just got it, basically. But AEW is Tony Storm. Who gives a damn? It's a woman. They always treat them women like trash. And when it comes to holding on to titles, only per- only person that can do that is Jay Cahill. And she had to go against a man. Shut up. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to make fun of that part, you know. But, yeah, she still didn't even lose. She, but I still love that with Nyla Rose. Please continue that, please. Please, 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 please. Tony Khan, if you can hear me, please, God, if this can reach your ears some way. Like he said, one whole motherfucking year. From now until we're here again in 2023. That's how long that should go. Uh, Do not end this shit anytime soon. <laughs> because good I God. Because good God. It should be. I gotta fix do something. I can't wait to go to the girl's house. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. But yeah, like you said, hold here. But anyway. So what's going on with Wolo and. Uh, they just popped up the. Uh, the confront those guys was in the read previously. And then AEW went off. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just showing titles and gold and shit. If you are potentially start. I get mad at somebody getting a job. In fact, I was like every single person on this planet to be employed. This one just didn't click with me. I just don't need more people right now. I just don't. I miss the likes of Miro. I miss the likes of Brody King. We haven't seen Anthony a go-go in ages. And I think there's people I've already invested in that I would rather see rather than new people come in who also may soon vanish. Like, ultimately, when Rampage did come to a close this week, I just didn't feel Yeah, because everybody would get ready to go back to the WWE. always be the way. So we do well, not really. Is it the fact that is he telling us something we don't know? That are they going back to WWE? No. Yes. No. Yes. Samoa Joe ain't going nowhere. Not Samoa Joe. Warlow ain't going nowhere. Not Warlow. MGF not going nowhere. Huh? Don't be surprised. No, he really ain't. Don't be surprised. AEW say uh, uh, this will be the first time I can definitely say. Tony Khan would say, hold but up. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... Tony Khan I'm would say, about, hold up. I'm talking about... Can I... I want to reach into my Jacksonville Jaguar money. I'm talking about them. No, they just got there. No. I'm talking... No, I'm triple, saying... The, uh... I was going to say triple crown. Maria. Oh. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go... I don't know who the fuck they be, are. But... That's Maria... Mike Bennett and Maria Canales. Oh, okay. They probably go back to WB. I doubt it. Triple H ain't going to call them up. You never know. Triple H ain't calling them up. They ain't got a phone. I'm starting this. They only have a phone to call Triple H on. Shut up. That's how broke they are. Shut up, Trey. They can't afford a phone. Go ahead. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I'm about to close it out. I'm about to close it out. Let's being a butthole. Once again, look, no, that's what you shout at me. And hate this guy. See, I've written these all on this sheet, so I do understand. I was just trying to be an honest panda. Now. Which didn't really bring us to the end of Rampage. And look, I thought it was a decent show. I thought the crowd was very good. Yes. So I am going to give it an up. Just think a few things need a little bit more focus. And some of those early guys who we did get excited about could be brought back. No, the real problem here is that you meet fucking Rampage one hour. I'm going to give it to you. You need to have two. Wrestling is only can be done Within a span of a minimum of two hours. Two hours and a half? Good, maybe. That's a little extra. You hit three hours, turn the shit off. 
It should not be an endurance show. Now, AEW can get away with that. A three-hour show. Because they have a lot more wrestling on. WWE, hell no. But anyway, yeah. I didn't see much problem with this. This is, like, like I said, it was a decent show. Definitely the fact that it's one hour. is again, usual one hour. And give it what you can give. Going against a two-hour show. You know, really. So, not surprising there. Do not find any problem here. It's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. Definitely, definitely the main thing, one of the main storylines I'm definitely focusing on, definitely with Rampage, is that J. Cole Hill and Nala Rose. Yeah, that's something interesting. That's the biggest storyline I can see. And that's something, because AEW and women's storylines normally don't work well. But in this situation, my God, you literally don't have to do shit. You can rig it up. Not yet, about to. But you really don't have to do shit. But just rinse and repeat the same thing every week at the bare minimum. Twice a week is best. Having Nyla Rose keeping his title somehow Padding her record by going against squash match after squash match after squash match. Emulating. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't give a damn about the match. It's the fact that she just winning. <laughs> That's the only thing you, you have to do. Just the only thing you have to do is have a win. You have to be a knockout, drag out match. I don't give a fuck. If you want to have a squash match every damn week, at least twice a week, I don't give a fuck. Just at least have it be her in a match. Win is the result. Yeah. Ricky Guerrero. With the already pre-made sign, come out. Green. Two o, three o, whatever and o. Till she tied Until up. Till she tied up with Jane Cahill. And them two. And if you want. And them two actually going for the belt. If you want to make it a little. This how you. This how you. You close that. Them two. Yeah. And then they go for the tiebreaker. The, the tiebreaker match. Be them actually competing. And if you want to make it a little bit more sweeter to drag it out, you can have Jay Carhill go and say, "Oh, my rocket is in is Estee, and it's in Tatis, because you got this person here lying to say that they're champion. We gotta go out there mm-hmm. and show her who the real champion is, and then go out there." And start winning matches. Yep. If you want to go out there and have them, you know, basically, you know, cock measuring, you know, no pun intended. In this situation, first, I'm actually, I'm not trying to say it, but basically that's exactly what it is. You know, a cock measuring maneuver where one person goes out and wins. And literally that same night. That person about it wins and fucking goddamn Nyla Rose illegitimate ass is winning and she's getting in Jay Cahill's head about fucking winning matches that doesn't really count. Well, it does count for the AEW, but it doesn't count as title defenses. <laughs> Something like that. You have some gold here. Don't squander it, please. Mm-hmm. This will go on. For a literal full calendar year. I'm talking again, like he said, a year. I should be here in his exact spot, if not in the better spot, watching that match 
and say, good God, it's finally coming to an end. This storyline where Jay Cargill finally snatches her title back in an actual win. That's what should happen. That's what should happen. Sometimes it may sound bullshit. It may get stale through. It may get Roman Reigns stale. But you see what yeah, WWE is like But you see what no, WWE is like, doing. The belt can't go to other women. But you see what WWE like, is doing. Fuck it. Yep. Fuck it. Because it's gonna pay off in the end. You know, we're going to foreplay you real good, but you're going to get a good payoff in the end. Well, you've seen how the Rose finally lose, and Jay Cargill get a title back. Oh, you let you know Jay Cargill lose, and now Rose become legit champion. Yep. Which I wouldn't like that really, but you know, hey. Yeah, yeah, that that that's uh, yeah, but that's a possibility. But I would like that. I would like that really anyway. But I, I would love for uh, Jay Carhill to actually win and finally become legitimate. Cause that's how you should definitely. This is to blame. What? Don't worry about that. That's something different. You was listening. Let you listen to more sad. Well, not y'all. No, y'all ain't listening to that. I'm talking to her. <laughs> Watch it later. But really, that's the thing. That's the thing, and that's how I can see that happening. But yes, Rampage is decent. The uh, like you said, the uh, main event was ass, but because it doesn't really matter. Because it didn't matter. I'm about to get up. Hey, put the building. Because if you get up, bring me one of the fruit ice cream, not the strawberry cheesecake, but the fruit ones. Oh yeah, don't worry, I will. But that's how I see it. And, and like I said, none of this story, like the, the the main event didn't fucking matter. This whole night was really for Nala Rose. <laughs> because that's the only storyline that, that I've seen so far that came out and that only thing that fucking matters again please don't end that shit let it go let it go let it go mm-hmm. anyway this is going to be where we're going to end the podcast don't forget to like comment subscribe and of course share the podcast give us a 5 star rating don't forget to go on to the you know podcast and share it so whatever you get it I don't care how you get it share it we are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but we do know people listen in other ways, <laughs> you know. But however you listen, share it, you know. You somehow listening to this on the web, on a regular website, you know, on a basic computer. Share it from the uh, from your laptop. Ain't that hard, you know. You can go to the uh, link that you have available on your uh, web browser, click the copy and paste, and... Share, 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 Just keep sharing. It's definitely beneficial to allow us to finally, you know, become legitimized and be able to get a little funding. So, hey, you know, who knows? Thanks to you guys sharing and listening in, we may be able to go to shows more often. You know? And interview wrestlers. I was about to say, this even more, we'll be actually starting to interview wrestlers. You know, I'll probably be able to actually tell Tony going, hey, don't do that in the another roles. And uh, Jay Carhill storyline. This is the best storyline you have on uh, Rampage. Let it keep going for a whole calendar year. What's on the phone? Yeah, let it keep going for a whole calendar year. Keep it going, 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 going like an Energizer Bunny. Bye bye. Anyway, see ya. Bye bye.